So what are we here to talk about? We're, <laughs> we're here. Adam asked why uh, about your experience seeing the the cover band because we're talking about corporate gigs and private parties. Corporate gigs and private parties. So the gig economy around DFW, and I would venture to say most other places, there are tiers of pay for musicians. Yeah. That's pretty reasonably consistent. Yeah. It's very unreasonable amounts. But um, if you're playing at most bars or pubs or local places, you're probably not making a lot of money if you're playing all original stuff. Oh, yeah. If you're playing all original stuff, you are... If you're making any money, then you are a lucky, lucky boy. Yes. Um, we've probably talked about this before, but like, just kind of do like a, a basic breakdown of how like payout can work for a local band. So generally, a lot of that, a lot of that is done through um, like door deals. So uh, whenever you pay a cover, then the band might see that money. But a lot of times, the venue has to cover production cost. So these venues that usually host local bands and local local showcases are just venues. They're not bars. And they are they have a bar, but that's not their primary thing. They are a venue as a business. So that means that they like require the the money to, to cover to charge like or to cover to pay like their sound person, their door person, all that stuff. So there is a production cost that has to be met before the band sees any bit of money. So it's a big loop of fuckery. Yes. Which <laughs> and, usually results in bands not getting paid. Yes, it usually results in bands not getting paid. It usually results in bands getting taken advantage of, and then you have the popularity contest aspect of it. Which for every single person that ever says like, um, "Oh, it, if you have a good song, then it works," uh, <laughs> no, uh, like there's people I know who don't necessarily write like what people would consider good music, but they have a lot of fucking friends. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that kind of thing definitely changes things. Um, so when you have like the popularity side of things, um, mixed with, uh, like the, the money side of things, those kinds of bands can see more, uh, can potentially see payment. And if you pay the, if you pay the right venues, there are definitely venues that host local bands that are much more inclined to pay, but it, it just, it just varies. It definitely varies. Yeah. And then, uh, maybe the next tier would be your pay to play, which doesn't happen so much around. DFW, but it does used to happen. happen a fuck ton. Yes, where you yeah. would have to say, okay, well, my band venue would X venue would go. We want your band to play, but you have to sell fifty tickets to make any money. Right. So, um, like, I've done I've done a gig where um, we played the upstairs, the House of Blues. Yeah. And the the whole the whole shtick was you have this many tickets to sell. If you if you make X amount of money, um, then cool, we're 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 good. We're even. Um, if you sell more than that, you get a percentage. Not even all of it, just a percentage. A percentage. Right? So um, we, I think we sold over 100 tickets to that, and it still wasn't enough. Right. So, yeah. Right. I, I was going to say, it's not that you sell these tickets and you get all the money from no, those no, tickets. No, no, no. Because that's no. an impression a lot of people no, might you, have. You get to play the venue. Right. You are paying yeah, yeah, yeah. to play. Yeah. Pay to play. Indirectly, too, by yeah. not even, like, you're not selling tickets and you don't guarantee you see any money from that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's the way they pass it off is, at least it seemed to me, that's how venues pass it off is like, well, you're going to get some of that money. 
Right. If you sell a fuck ton of tickets, which right. you're not going to do. Right. If yeah. you're a small band, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Unless you really, really hustle and you have a lot of people that are on your side. Yeah. It's Even then, you'd have to it. sell so many. You'd have to have like everybody you know be there. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, if you're playing more than one show in a six-month period, that's just not going to happen. No, it's not. Right. So that's not sustainable. And then uh, maybe the next tier would be club gigs playing um, cover music. Yeah, um, I think I think you could see this in a couple different ways. You could see it as cover music. You could see it as uh, sometimes original music. But the whole the whole shtick would be like club or or um, even bar gigs, just like just like a, a not a dedicated venue that's for local music gig where you are gonna get paid. Um, you like they they are hiring you to exactly. play and be the entertainment for the night. And to clarify, that means background music for yes, a lot of places. For a lot of that, yeah. yeah. Which, when it becomes background music, uh, a lot of people refer to those as wallpaper gigs. Yeah, and like I've played some where it's like I'm on I'm on a larger stage, but everyone's eating, yep. no one's paying attention. It's like you know, there's a handful of people that are watching and listening, um, but it's like you know, the, the, I, I love this isn't this isn't a bad thing about the venue. This is just like the people that go. Um, like I love the rustic. Yes, but when you play the rustic, it's a big stage. The rustic in Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio are like this. But it's people are eating their food, they're getting drunk, and there's there just happens to be live music right there. So whenever they decide to pay attention, it's cool, but they're only going to pay attention for that one little bit, and then they're out again. So those gigs can range anywhere from, on average, 60 to $70 all the way up to like 250 Per Per person. Per person. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the structure of those gigs is usually you're on the hook for... Again, anywhere from 90 minutes to four hours. But the four hours is really three hours of music with two, potentially two half an hour breaks. Yeah. Some people do it differently. Uh, some people do it very differently. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, you, you know, it's it, you could you could split it up in a bunch of different ways, right? You could have like a 50 minute set and then a break and then another 50 minute set and then a break and then another like 45 minute set. And then like you, you could split it the up. The amount of times you and I have had this conversation. Yeah. For gigs. Yeah. You could you could split up those kinds of gigs in a lot of different. I mean, like it's math is dog shit. I fucking hate yeah. math. Um, but like doing that kind of time math for your gig and especially like usually as a drummer, I have to watch that. Um, cause everyone else has taken sips of their drinks. So they can't look at their clock. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind playing their instruments. <laughs> uh, I've played a lot of gigs when I first started being in the scene for $50 or $60 or $75. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started getting paid a hundred dollars for a gig and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. A hundred dollars in a night. Yeah. Now on average, it's usually 150. Right. But the next level is, in, yeah, our friend Lupe is in the chat. He was on those gigs with me. Right. <laughs> we yeah. went through the ranks of $50 gigs, and sometimes it was three of them a week. Right. And so it's like, good weekend, made $150. <laughs> you know, you want to go to the bar? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and spend 100 of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Plus uh, gas to get to the gig. Yeah. yeah. Well, and another big perk was that some of those gigs you could get food if they had a kitchen, or yeah. you could get... Drinks. So that's the other thing too. When when you go up, so like let's let let's go backwards. Let's look at the local band gig at a at like a, a smaller venue. You might be uh, getting like drink tickets. Yeah, but that's a maybe. You, you might is the you key might. word. Yeah. yeah, and I've also experienced where they're like, um, this one was tough, and this I've seen this I've seen this on all levels. But like 
okay, cool. You get a, a $20 tab per person mm -hmm. and the drinks are like 10 to $15. Yeah. It's like, cool, fuck, I'm getting a drink. You should have just yeah. said you get a drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. yeah. So, um, and, then, and then there's also some places I've played where like, they're like, cool, um, each band gets two pitchers of PBR. And I'm like, that's cool. Oh, wow. I like that. Thanks, thanks for your... <laughs> unless, and that is cool. Unless you're in a nine-person band. That's cool. There you go. Yeah. Like, that's cool. That's cool. For it was, it's, it's a dive. Yeah. And uh, the place also didn't take a cut from the door. You also had to run your own sound. But it was like it was a, it was a really nice setup. I liked it quite that's a lot. That's a good point. The places yeah. that are probably going to be nicer about the drinks are also places that are probably making you do more stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not a focus for them, and they don't care. It's very true. Yeah, or it was some, which sometimes is not bad. Yeah, sometimes you just get places that you love playing because the people are great, mm -hmm. the crowds are great. So yeah. you will play for free. Yeah. So you get the drink tickets at, at that level, and then if you move <laughs> up to like let's say the pay to play stuff, you're not getting shit. No. Um, yeah, you're then, probably getting charged more to drink. Exactly. Yeah. And then oh, um, with the band, it's an extra dollar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then when you get to this level, you experience a bit of both. You could have like the restaurant thing. Um, you could have like the thing where they, they provide some food, they provide some drinks, all sorts of stuff. Um, you could also have the thing where they're like, Hey, uh, you get a, you get 10% off your tab at the end of the night. 10%. Like, cool. Oh. Fuck me. Damn. That's <laughs> a deal. That's not even like, yeah, it's half the tip if you're leaving. Exactly. The tip. If you're leaving, it's, yeah, at that which, point though, I feel like I would be like, "No, I'm good." Exactly. Which, which for the, as far as which like, sucks because it's not their fault. Yeah. yeah. As far as like the musicians are considered, I feel like we're basically like partners with the staff. Like we're all trying to do the same shit sure. a lot of the time. Uh, the so, staff may not agree. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard. Yeah. I've had some staff people talk about like uh, how for the night the band is part of the staff. Yeah. And yeah. so definitely you know, depends on the place. It 100% depends on the place. Like I imagine at Harvest House, that is the case. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys exactly. are hanging out there after. And yeah. It's part of they the know us. And they know us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, you get through to the, the, basically you get stuck at hundred dollar gigs for a long time. Right. Now here's the problem. We've said this before on the show. Well, there's a lot of people playing these gigs, right? Oh so yeah. That's why they don't go away. charge more. Yeah. Yes. Um, a lot of people, will have told me that some venues that are still paying a hundred dollars have been paying a hundred dollars to bands a band per band member since the eighties. Yeah. 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 It's not worth it. Right. Well, well and the, it is the, to a lot of people. Well, it, the, the people who are doing that have probably been running the venue from since the eighties. Yeah. And that's a big issue just in every industry is like, everybody's way out of touch with like how much it costs to do anything now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean the, like Taking take into account the amount of gear alone, right? The cost at which it is to play a gig is like, okay, cool. That's an investment in itself to have any, like, let, let, let's say we're talking about the $100 gig. Let's say we're talking just about that, right? The $100 gig, uh, you cannot be a guitar player, electric guitar player, even with the cheapest shit and play a play $100 gig. Nope. That's not going to happen. Uh, you, no way can you fucking play drums. So you're yeah. already investing in yourself with that, right? It, it would be funny to bring uh, your pay's worth of equipment. Yeah, a little toy like <laughs> Dude, drum kit. I mean, it's 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 something that like it's something you could that, bring a snare drum and be like, "This is a hundred dollars." That's what yeah. you get. Yeah. It's something this is, actually. You owe me money. Yeah, it's something that like I like I like I, I really like. It's I've had a I don't I don't want to go too deep into this maybe another time, but like I have I've had a lot of thought about how like 
venues just purely take advantage of musicians. Yeah. It, is, yeah. it is like 100% like a workers' rights argument. And I had like an argument with a, with a friend of mine who's a sound guy and a musician. And I was like, don't you think production costs are bullshit? And he was like, no, why, why would they be bullshit? I need to get paid as a sound person. And I'm like, yeah, why is it my responsibility to pay your ass? And yeah. he was like, oh my God. <laughs> you're right it's like you didn't fucking think about that it's not my for fucking problem for you guys, like like and one of the things too so big rest in peace jackson in dallas yeah uh not our ex not our jackson uh but but a venue in dallas called jackson <laughs> it would be awesome to refer to him as jackson in dallas yeah yeah, yeah. uh there's a venue in dallas great venue closed it's gonna reopen but closed yeah. um I mean, they had they had the thing where it was like, you know, bands, you know, they, they wanted bands to bring people in. And so it's kind of, it's like, we're supposed to bring people in, we're supposed to bring our stuff, and you're going to pay us, not Jackson's case, but like, let's say hypothetically, you're going to pay us $100 yeah. a person. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you want us to well, do with and that? And for, not for like an hour of work. No. no. Four hours. At least two, maybe more, well, easily. You got you got to be there an hour before you play. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. At least an hour playing. You're probably there an for an before. hour after. Right. Yeah. If you, unless you hustle. And the gigs are usually going to be longer than that. Yeah. Because uh, if you think about, like, people in big, like, fancy corporate jobs and shit who, like, freelance or whatever contract, <laughs> they might easily be charging $100 an hour. Yeah. But that's for just literally one hour of their work. It's yeah. It's not with a... You have to show up early and you also have to deal with selling tickets and you also have to promote it and you also have to do yeah. this and you also have to do that. And so, then, sorry, one more thing. Much less. You got taxes. it. <laughs> and, then the, and then the other part of it is, is that you not only have to do all of that, but to be hired in the first place, you have to be professional and have musicianship high enough so that someone would want to hire you, which implies normally some level of music education, which also costs money. Yeah. I mean, like, what I know there are other job fields that aren't fair to, to how much is put into this, but it really feels like for music, it's like I, I have to throw so much into education to my equipment and you're going to give me a hundred dollars. So that's, that's why we can't think about it too much. That's probably why we haven't talked about it too much on the show because oh, yeah. it's, it's that guess, joke of, yeah. you know, a musician is someone who drives or who takes $5,000 worth of gear packed in their $500 car yeah. To the, and drives to their fifty dollar gig where they're going to play for five hours. Yeah, because they because they love what they do. Exactly, it's and a it's, luxury. Yeah, but Fuck when you're man. playing cover band gigs, it's fucking work. Yeah, because you're if you're doing it right and you're getting paid a good amount of money, you have to dance. But arguably more work. Yeah, because yeah. you you probably have to learn a more songs. Oh yeah, and yeah. be a wider variety than anybody would do normally. I've I've learned probably around if not more 200 songs this year yeah I this mean, year it's, it's crazy you you definitely have yeah it's, it's like that's where you gotta start going to venues and be like i know 800 songs and it's 800 bucks if you want me to play <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah. but you can't quantify it no, because, know, or yeah. you can't fight it and you can fight it here and there but you have to be careful with it because you do. right you can really fuck yourself yeah so then there's the next level if you get through all of that the next level is private party gigs and corporate gigs. Mm -hmm. So for bands around DFW, which is what I can comfortably speak for, that's weddings, birthdays, corporate events, and things like that. There's a circuit of those. And you don't... Well, it used to be that you don't just get into that. Now the streams are a little more connected because there are different organizations putting those bands together. But at that level, if you're in town... The pay is typically 
somewhere in the ballpark of $400 a night. And it's usually for less time. Right. You get more you get more money. You are paid um you also get food and usually there's drinks. More, I was going to say more amenities, yeah. yeah. Just maybe respected more. Yes. Yeah. It's actually worth it. You don't have to sell tickets. No. No, there's the, the You don't the, have to promote anything. You yeah. are required to do a couple things. You're showing up be, to do your job and then you're getting paid there's an closer to fairly. Yeah. yeah. And and there's there's going to be like expectations that are outside of the music um like dress code um like they're going to they they have the ability to make song requests when it's that kind of situation. They can say, "Hey, I need you to learn these specific songs." And sometimes for a wedding, it's like, "Here's 40 songs we want you to learn sure. for said wedding." Which now I'm I'm I've I've realized that a lot of people will request um a song list and say, "Hey, can you have can I have your song list for this wedding that we're hiring you for?" And then they'll they'll cherry like pick slot you in. Yeah, out yeah. of 400 songs and go like, "You can play these songs." Uh, I just got an email for a gig I'm doing in November that says the only country song you're allowed to play at the wedding is Friends in Low Places. Otherwise, don't you even think about playing a country song. That's great. That's cool. It's That's weird, great. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's super weird. Actually, yeah. that is weird in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but like because of that, they can be more specific because they're paying more. Um, and, and, and this is definitely like under the uh, express idea that you are going to be a professional musician. Right. You are going to be someone who's going to show up. You're going to play your part. You're going to do the thing. It's it, that that's the whole thing. Right. Um, so I would say that like I, I, I think you've described the, like the whole ranking system really great. And private gigs is something that I, I think that once you get there. Even if you move, even if you have your original music go places, you're mm-hmm. still you still can always come back. Oh yeah, I I played a gig. Uh, the poster's up somewhere. I think I talked about it too. I played a gig. Um, there was a graduation party, and it was at a venue in Fort Worth, like at at like a local music venue. Super weird. Um, but there was a band. We so band. Uh, I, I played with someone named Megan Story. We played, and then uh, this band called Briscoe from Austin played. Super cool, like alt country Americana stuff. And I was like, so how'd you guys like get this? And they're like, well, we do like, we do a lot of corporate stuff. And like, like they, they play a ton of originals and a ton of covers. Hmm. And it's like, we just do like, this is just, you know, we have, we have, we have a booking company that works for us and they, they, they hook us up with like the money stuff as well as, you know, the, the local stuff. And it's just, it's a mixture. So even though they're selling out uh, like a venue in Austin to play their original music, then the next night they're going to go drive to Dallas and they're going to play all their like you know the, play the like private the cover gig. stuff mm-hmm. yeah. yeah for half the money uh, potentially you mean the other way oh, around like wait, oh yeah yeah sorry yeah. I mean like the the original stuff at like a show mm-hmm. yeah. you make half the money right. that you would at a private corporate event so like so like let, let, let's put this in perspective right so if you sell out certain spaces as a local event for like a local space you could walk away total with a thousand dollars okay. Now, I mean, if, one upside: if you're selling out somewhere local, you will get to play that again, which yeah. is good. And you probably sure. and you and you almost cover certainly bands sold may merch. not have recurring yeah jobs like that. Yeah, and you almost certainly sold merch. There's a lot of upsides to that, right? But let's say, and you could make more than this, but let's just say let, let's just cap it at even like just a thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Now, um, for like 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 Dave said, four hundred like a person is like <laughs> is like a guarantee. Uh, like pretty much right uh, yeah for, and for in town yeah. yeah private event in town yep yeah and it could go higher than that that's like on the lower side so if you have a five-piece band that's 
$2,000, right? Right. <laughs> Versus just like, here's the $1,000. And, and, yeah. and that's not including crew. Yeah. And usually the band leader, the person who booked the gig, will get a higher cut than $400. Yeah. yeah. Which at that level, within reason, I'm like, fine. Yeah, of course. If yeah. I right, have heard you, stories you're of... You're getting handed a gig in a lot of cases. Yeah. Versus you have no I've done nothing. Out. Except right. for learn all the tunes, go to school Right, but like you don't have to go Immigrate get... to this country. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have a band leader You haven't who's done like, anything. What do you mean? You have a band leader who sometimes is the front person who is actually going to be like an entertainer sometimes. And then you also have a front person who's calling the tunes as you go. So like basically either writing a set list or on stage. Right, like, there's more that they should be doing. Yes. yes. Yeah. So then fine. Cool. Like... Pay them more. Yep. Pay the sound people more. Mm-hmm. Like they're schlepping all that gear. It's not fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you get uh, out of town private parties, which will start at around five hundred dollars because you're gone for twenty four hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like this one, you think may have been just based. If on it being was a band from DFW, yes, yeah. yeah. Austin yeah. is considered out of town, right? For sure. So I've had times where I've called band leaders and go, "Is this out of town?" Like, does Lubbock count? Is that a town? Yes. Or yeah. if Austin does, yes. Well, yeah. Yes. I, I I think if it's I think if it's like uh like a three hour. Or sorry, drive. I'm thinking of Longview. Oh, Longview. Or Long. Uh, that's three hours. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, I'd, I'd I, say that's I would town. imagine anything over like two hours is out of town yeah. around here. Well, even still, there are like the because um, like an hour and a half from could be like from here to Dallas and bad traffic. Oh, yeah. sure, like, that counts as in town. So yeah, well, and you could do like the Oklahoma stuff, which is an hour away from Denton, uh, and like if you play like that's the when wind- you list that you're a band based in Dallas, though. Yeah, it's yeah, out true. of town. It's out of t- it's in a different state. Yeah. yeah, well, and like if you play like the Windstar stuff or any like the casinos, like there is like the room where they have bands. There's also private stuff up there too. <laughs> And they'll always put you in a hotel room because it's like, yeah, it's out of town. Here that, you go. That was one thing I was going to ask about, actually, with the corporate gigs in general. Where do casino gigs fit into that? Dude. Okay, so they're in the ballrooms at the casinos. Right. If they're corporate gigs for those. The one experience I had well, I'm thinking that, the ones like that have the billboards on the highway where they're like, come to Windstar. Oh, okay. Because those also feel like they're corporate gigs, but they're also promoted. And it's kind of a show for you, but not really. You're being paid by the casino no matter how many tickets are sold, I assume. I would say so. There's probably a guarantee, but because most they, they of those places to draw have crowds in, yeah, those most are, of those places have crowds baked in. So th- those are. The, I figured for the shows, they're trying to get new people in, though. And casinos have members. Yeah, that's that's too. true. A lot of those kind of shows are like um, they. So they definitely have guarantees, but the contracts are going to be very specific about ticket sales and stuff. So um, there's a lot of like larger venues and larger spaces where, and I'm I don't know if, if a casino is like this, but. I wouldn't surprise me if, like, you know, this is the guaranteed amount. If you don't sell this many tickets, then we can only guarantee you X amount of money. If you can sell this many tickets, we can guarantee you this amount of money. A lot of con- a lot of contracts will also include um, a bar split. Um, I don't know how a casino would do that because there's bars everywhere. <laughs> but, like, right. I don't know if there's a bar in that room. Maybe that's what they include it with. But um, generally speaking, like, contracts are going to be, when you're at that level, kind of universal, um, if you're doing the private party thing though, since they can ask for more specific stuff, I think that's why the price goes up largely is like, you know, it was interesting. I did one, I did one last week and you know, we did, we did, we did some indie covers. They wanted some indie covers, but they also wanted some originals. And I, like I, the whole time I was like, why do they want us here at all? Uh, it's crazy sometimes playing these because no one's fucking paying an ounce of attention except for like the one person who's like, 
you guys are beautiful. Right. Um, I like the, this, the, the, this was like, I, I'm sitting at a piano. There's a singer and a guitar player and no, like the singer is not even using the microphone. The guitar is turned way down and I'm playing like, no, it's, you can barely hear anything. Um, and like I've done some where it's a birthday party. It's a trio. I'm playing drums and people are talking louder than I'm drumming. It's like, you know, we're wallpaper just, gig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they I, want us to do very specific things. So the I mean, the, if those are corporate things like company events and that kind of thing, yeah. I imagine that's just like some executive person who's like, I want this and I'm going to exactly. spend like, company money music. for it. But, but yeah. nine times out of ten, Adam, those gigs, you like those people will go, we want a live band and the live band gets there. In most cases, you'll have a couple of horn players, like a live band. Right. And they'll go, can you guys turn down? It's like, oh, you no, 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 no. That's not how this works. You wanted a DJ. You yeah. didn't want a live band. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But thank yeah. you for hiring a band because yeah. thanks for the gig. No, it's 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 <laughs> actually <laughs> insane when that happens. Interesting point with the one I was at. The band was super loud oh, and yeah. it got louder because you could hear people talking. And they're like, no, people are in this area of the little like studio backlight. You're supposed to be watching the band if you're here. Gotcha. And so that seemed good for the band and the people who wanted to like see the show. There were lots of people there who were like, Austin's a music town and this was them seeing music. Instead of just going down to six or something, but right, dude. Some of the some of those private corporate gigs I've played in weddings and stuff. Some of those people are like the best crowds. Oh but yeah, also I think some, the crowd for this was good. Yeah, really. Good sometimes they're the worst crowds. But the weirdest crowd I ever saw was at Windstar. Was at a casino. Oh yeah. And I was playing uh, in a Carrie Underwood tribute band, and I think this can help with the ticket sale questions about how that happens. Carrie Underwood was playing there a month later. So they hired a Carrie Underwood tribute band for the members of the casino. Oh, okay. These members were in the Million Dollar Club. Have you ever heard of that? At a casino? Yeah. yeah. It's when you spend a million dollars within the calendar year yeah. at the casino. That's you get cool. You get a ticket to this gig. That's cool. It is crazy to me that people are doing that at Windstar. Half the people, basically half the crowd, looked like an... an um, you're not trying to be offensive. Half the crowd looked like people who exclusively shop at Walmart. Yeah. And the other half looked I mean, it's like... It's still Windstar. It's not... Of course. You know, Vegas. The other half of the crowd looked like people who spent a million dollars. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And they were the interesting. only allowed in if they had spent a million dollars at the casino. Right. Because it's a it's an appreciation like event for them. Yeah. And they have like tabs of that. It's like, you're invited, yeah. you're invited. Right. So I think that is an effort to get more people to buy those, maybe more expensive tickets to help with the ticket sales of the Carrie Underwood concert. Yeah, I've, I can't say I've ever looked at what a ticket is to go see like a known artist at a casino. I just assumed it was pretty cheap, and it's to get people to the casino who've never been there. Yeah, but here's the worst but thing. I, about I don't know if that's true because um, you see the billboards down 35. Oh, yeah. constantly playing a chalk top, like, right? Yeah. And it's like I assume that's like to get you to go up there, make it a like weekend thing, and rent a hotel, and then spend a bunch of money gambling, and then yeah. you'll probably come back, which is probably what most people do. But if the tickets cost real money, then maybe that's not the case. I don't know. Like it's not a loss leader for marketing. But the worst part about playing at a casino is the smoke. Is the smell any, of cigarette any, smoke? Any yeah. smell? Oh yeah. my god! It's, any, it smells so bad. It is. Uh, when even so-called yeah. like non-smoking casinos like. They were smoking for like forty years. Right. It smells. Yeah. It yeah. just they like like it just smells like vomit. It's just it baked just, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. So, um, when we think about like maybe the next step after private gigs and stuff like that, I know some artists that are now in really famous bands 
who have been in the cover band scene in DFW. Yeah. I would say one of the more notable examples is the drummer Keith Carlock. At one point, Keith Carlock was in a cover band in DFW. And if I'm not mistaken, part of how he got discovered was through playing private parties with this cover band. I I can imagine that happens a lot. Well, yeah. Like, well, maybe not a lot, but often. but it happens. Yeah. You get you kind of get pulled up through the ranks, or right. you know, someone someone at the party is like, "Hey, right I, I know you're looking for a yeah. drummer. I just saw this cover band. I know it sounds weird." Now he's the drummer for Steely Dan. Wow, fucking right! It's like, oh, okay, let's go on tour forever, constantly, kind of gig. What did? Yeah, he was with uh, Lupe. Is mentioning he was with the band Emerald City. Have you ever heard of the Emerald City no. bands? Okay, so. There in DFW, there are two main tiers of like private party cover band people. One of them is Emerald City. The guy that owns Emerald City owns probably eight bands. Okay. And hires out all those bands to play the private parties. For a long while, it seemed like there was going to be like a monopoly from this right company. Yeah, I'm sure that's the intention from certain people. Yeah, and they've been around since the 70s or 80s. Emerald City is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. So then uh, in the last 10 years, we have the emergence of the Jordan Kahn Music Company, and they are also buying up a lot of bands. But I was saying how um, Keith Carlock played in Emerald City, and now he's the drummer for Steely Dan. Right. It's like there is, you know, you start to rub shoulders with the right amount of people, and you might get a gig like that. It's a long shot. It's like any career if you're able to play the networking game and you're in the right places with the right people you can at least have a shot at that yeah or you end up if you're in an original band uh you you might end up playing like frat parties because people have seen your band at a bar and you told them that it's that much money for you to play at their frat party yeah so that's how the private party (laughs) thing can (laughs) can happen but if you do make it out of the cover band scene at the top of like whatever place you live in it might be to go on a tour or to go with a national act of touring. And you might think, well, that's as good as it gets because nationally touring acts is the most money you can make as a band. Right. And it's guaranteed all yeah. the time. Yeah. It, if you, uh, especially if you're in a popular band. At that point, you're talking about retainers. Like Steely Dan, right? I'm sure they're on tour pretty much on a constant schedule. Yeah. And if you're the drummer for Steely Dan, then you're getting paid a salary. Yeah, and under the understanding that if we need you for a gig, whatever gig you have, yeah, it's canceled. Get rid of it, right? And that at that point, well, it's like, you're paying yeah. to keep somebody's calendar open, exactly. Yeah, yeah. or open for that specific yeah. project. So then, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was hearing a story about from Dave Grohl talking about how the Foo Fighters were playing a Doc Martin event, and he is this recent? This is like maybe years ago. Oh, it's just ago. a story okay. that he was recalling. And he was talking about how he jumped in the pool and got electrocuted at this event. And then I was thinking to myself, well, hold on a second. Foo Fighters play a Doc Martin event. And not like a, a party not a hosted thing. by right. Doc Martin. It's a party probably for the owner of Doc Martin. Right. Or the employees of or something like exactly, that. Exactly. Like yeah. a holiday party. And then like a week later, I heard about Stone Temple Pilots playing at um, the owner of the UFC, Dana White's birthday party. And the person who was talking about it was was talking about how it wasn't just Stone Temple Pilots like they're doing making an appearance. They had it at Dana White's like in his backyard for his 40th birthday party or something like that. A full setup with production and lights. And the, I, can't, I wish I could remember who was talking about it, but 
this person was saying like, and it wasn't just like, oh, they're here doing it. They came out and put on a fucking show, right? As if there was forty thousand people. As if there. there were tickets sold for it, exactly. Yeah. And it's then almost you, like Billy Corgan playing for his own wedding. Uh, yeah, did you read about sucks. that? No, that sucks. He performed at his own wedding, like the pumpkins. Like no, no, like he got married to someone way too young for him, probably. Um, <laughs> Christ, like this last like weekend or something. This and last the, weekend, the headline was he performed at his own wedding. Like he did the whole thing. They got married, and then he he played songs as him, like on stage. Oh my god! Oh man! He, he obviously he he makes sense for that sure. to happen. Yeah. But he probably but paid himself. I bet. I bet. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I bet there's part of that because oh, I don't think they're going on tour anytime soon. So oh my god! So then uh, I was thinking, like, oh my god, people at all levels have to do corporate parties yeah or not even have, have to, to but can can right and because there's always going to be somebody with more money who wants to pay the biggest band in the world to play at their private thing to show off to their rich friends like so i started I, I would assume the beatles probably played private gigs oh uh, probably yeah and just nobody ever hears about them because it doesn't matter it would be very interesting but so the thing that i've learned from reading about it is that a lot of people both artists that are getting paid absorbent amounts of money to play these gigs and the people that are spending the money to hire these bands don't want anyone to know about it. Yeah, because uh, if you're rich, you probably know that people don't like that you're rich. Mm-hmm, Generally, sure. people tend to be in touch with that unless you're the CEO of SpaceX. Right. <laughs> and then it's part of your identity, though, to be fair. Like, that is part of yeah. his thing, so it makes sense also in that regard. Like, yeah. If he was paying a band to play at his house, he probably would tell everybody about it. Right. Well, like... Did but you there are lots of quiet rich people. Did you guys ever watch that TV show on MTV, My Super Sweet 16? No. I didn't have cable. No. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I uh, lived in Canada. <laughs> it, was, it was on Much Music, too. It was, oh, was really? Say, <laughs> it was probably on Canadian TV. Um, so it, the, the, the premise is simple. It's, a, it's, it's like it follows a teenager turning 16, and it's like these rich families and like, like you know, kids freaking out because they didn't get the right car for their 16th birthday, whatever. That's the, that, that's the premise of the show. But the amount of celebrities that showed up and played these sixteen, these sweet sixteens, was insane. Now, because MTV MTV was filming, maybe they had a hand in paying for it. That's what I was going to yeah. say. But regardless, it's these psycho rich families. Maybe MTV connected them. That's probably my best bet, honestly, because I bet these families would still pay for that shit. Of course, they would have been paying somebody to be there. But the connection alone was like that's that's enough, right? Right, and so and, and it's it's so wild too because like how do you what one one of the things I've, I always wonder when it comes to like the larger private like larger band private parties is like usually that kind of thing I imagine would happen because like you know someone right oh I'm friends with so and so so let me ask him and it's like right or like Dave Grohl is friends with somebody and wants to play at their wedding I'm or something I'm dying of to course. know the last time someone asked Dave Grohl directly hey will you play this could you play this <laughs> I like that that that's what I want to know I want to know the last time any large artist got like like could you imagine someone walk like a friend of Beyonce walking up and going hey like are you free to play my private party at this date it's like that's so cute I like I like that that's what we do we do that we hear those we have those conversations to have like someone walk up to just be to, like just be Beyonce and go, hey, would you like be able to play this and not go through management, even though they know she has management? I love it. That's a, that's so adorable. Beyonce has been, uh, yeah. Like they've reported that she's played one for like twenty seven million. Yeah. For a night in Saudi Arabia. 
Like $27 million. That last part makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, I was going to assume there's a lot of private gigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, one, of the, one of the things that I found the most eye-opening was that, of course, you start to go, well, they're just people. And it's like, they're sure. just like us, but with more money. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. the same shit's going to happen. Uh, yeah. To That's a certain true. extent. If I had millions of dollars, I'd be like, Foo Fighters, can you come play? Yeah, but yeah it's, exactly. But it's, but it's also interesting because, like, um, like the, we have some mutuals who will play, uh, like, private parties, like, in New York and stuff. And I have another friend yeah. who's, who, who's, like, a, he's, like, a band leader for a wedding band in, in, in New York. And they, I've seen, these, I've seen people post about, like, who is at some of these parties. And it's, like... I saw someone post that like Mike Pence was at one of these parties. Yeah. And I'm like, and how much money are you making? Like, <laughs> like the, where's the, where's the rest of the money on that? Like, I know, yeah. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it pays well, but like, no, it should be paying more though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I played a gig with a George Bush supporter at it. George Bush weird. supporter? <laughs> or sorry, George Bush. I played many games with George, <laughs> George Bush supporters. Uh, a George Bush impersonator. impersonator. And oh. he looked exactly like him. That's cool. And the guy that was the band leader posted a picture of it, of this guy that looked like George Bush. And my mom was like, my son played at an event with George Bush. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, we're not celebrating that. It was a long time ago. So, it, you know, it was before we thought George Bush was okay. Um, it was like right after 9-11, everybody was on board of him. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't after. It was somewhere yeah. during the Obama like era. He's a war before criminal. Before the war crimes. Yeah. And, then like, and then like somewhere after that, they're like, oh, he's just a funny old guy. Yeah, and after now the we're Trump. also like, maybe he's a war criminal. Right. After the Trump <laughs> era, we're like, he wasn't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's weird, to the people you'll see at these parties. Yeah. But the, the, the other thing is, so some of these artists, uh, when you dig a little deeper in it, like I was saying before, they don't want anyone to know about it. They don't want anyone to know that they're doing it. Artists like the, the artists don't yeah. want anybody to know, well, they, and the people paying them. Usually. Yes, I imagine also it's like a huge like breach of like, hey, we don't want anyone to reach out to us to do this. Oh yeah, we want we want people who know how to get in contact with us. You want the people with the most money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there are NDAs involved. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are. Yeah, I would I would well, venture you, to say most of those events have NDAs. You also don't want to be playing for someone who's rich and probably has maybe made money off of like you know blood diamonds or something like that. Yeah. So you don't want to be associated with the person with all that money. You are happy to take their money, maybe, but you don't want the PR. Maybe the blood diamonds, too. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you're getting paid in gold bars, (laughs) like a certain senator in the U.S. But But, uh, there there is a lot of that. Topical. Yeah. Because uh, people have that were like higher up executives and booking agents in, in the industry have caught wind of these parties happening and thought, well, maybe I could just exclusively book for these parties. Yeah, I'm sure you could. And make a fuck ton of money. 1% commission on $27 million? That's a lot of money. Sign me up. I don't know what that is, but that's a lot of money. (laughs) Um, But what started happening was that artists were getting caught in these, like, unknowingly playing these parties for horrible people. Oh, that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, Yeah, horrible people. I would assume, I think this goes for all of us, if you have billions of dollars, you are probably a bad person. Yeah, exactly. If you can make millions of dollars, you're probably like maybe not inherently bad. What do we? Think you might of, be fine. Yeah. What do you think about Jimmy Buffett? Come on. Did, was he a billionaire? I thought he was. Yeah, wasn't he a billionaire? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wasn't he he's the exception. He's fine. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett, you're fine. Dude, cheeseburgers in paradise. Like he's have, a, he's a fine billionaire. If Come you on. Have, if you was. have double digit billions, you're probably guaranteed to be a bad person yeah yeah yeah. Uh, jimmy buffett's net worth at time of death was uh one billion dollars i mean good for him though yeah yeah 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly successful restaurant. I guess we just have to change. <laughs> With inflation, we have to change our definitions of where the bad person breakout no, point is. I, well, yeah. I think I, 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 I don't want to blanket statement this, but I would largely agree that billionaires are bad people. Yeah. I, I think the exist. only way you become a billionaire is because you're an asshole who's exploiting other people. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred so probably not a great person except to play for a gig Jimmy for. Buffett. Except yeah. for Jimmy, but he's good. He was he, he was, was the one exploiting good one. cheeseburgers. <laughs> and, and I love margaritas and really dumb tourists. And it's it's five o'clock somewhere. That's all he was exploiting. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> did he coin Universal that phrase? Time Zones? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, he probably probably didn't. not. He just wrote it. In I, th- song. I think I think he made like that phrase very famous. But yeah. I don't yeah. think, I don't think he coined that. He definitely uh, coined cheeseburgers in paradise. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's probably trademark. And fins up, fins up. God, that was so funny when the day Jimmy Buffett died, <laughs> Jackson texted us and said, "Fins down, boys." Fins down, boys. It's <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> anyway, so there's lots of sketchy shit that happens, but one of the artists that the that second article that I posted in the group was basically centered around Flo Rida, and how he has become a professional. At these corporate events. Oh, because he's a piece of shit, isn't he? Kind of, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think I remember that. But there were stories of him. The I person mean, he, who... he doesn't do a lot. Well, probably, exactly. Right? But this is why. Isn't that the thing though? Is like all these artists who like don't tour, don't play gigs. It's like they are making money. They're making money at private shows and. Well, it's like the, the that's the certain joke. countries on in opposite side of the world. Yeah, that's the joke that like uh, I think Scrubs made, maybe The Office made it too. That like young MC is at like every single like like big office like corporate event uh, and playing for IBM every weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Scrubs had like an old MC joke. Oh, old MC's here. <laughs> uh, and, and like I like I rewatched Up in the Air recently, and Young MC showed up at like a like a corporate uh, party a in that point. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's funny. But there, that was a there, good movie. So these Great people. Movie playing for all sorts of events all the way from like bar mitzvahs to like you know pr- corporate events massive corporate events that are very very like maybe 40 or 50 people yeah oil and baron have, has a fun friday night like yeah it's their fun fridays yeah yeah, so, yeah very different <laughs> fun fridays um but it does talk about how he had to learn how to do that and how it wasn't natural to him I would yeah. assume for almost any musician, it's hard to interact with business people in general, maybe, and at the very least, like super rich people. I think oh, one, yeah. of the, one of the most musicians are not rich, and they're not going to like try to get to that point. Like, and not everybody's Jay Z who's comfortable investing billions of dollars in companies so and things. That's another weird part of being in those environments. You experience some weird shit. Yeah. Plus, I think that people tend to just in general not know how to communicate with musicians like not they, they don't know how to how, how to communicate about music to musicians right. especially when they're hiring them for it yeah so it's really hard like you have to find the right person who can actually communicate aside from just like i want to hear this song but if there's like very specific things that they like that they, they, that they need the you know the thing you hear a lot is just like turn down turn you know? down uh can uncle jimmy come up and play Purple right. rain with exactly, the band yeah at the wedding and, and so, it's like does he know it <laughs> Yeah. So like you, <laughs> he sings it a lot. <laughs> you know, you come across like very rich people who don't know how to communicate with not very rich people with musicians, and you just are like, left with this like this like fucking weird like class thing. That's just like like it's, it's it's so uncomfortable. I played a private event for a charity, and at this charity, uh, they were doing auctions. It was like an auction for some sort of charity, 
And these people were starting the bids at $100,000. And we were getting paid $400 for the gig. And all of us in the band were standing there like while they were doing the auction, just like, can I make a friend with one of these people? And yeah. can they fucking yeah, or like, pay I, I me $100,000? I understand it's a charity event. But, Tax write-offs. But how about you actually pay people? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's yeah. super weird. Yeah, super weird. Super weird. And you're like standing at the bar waiting in line and there's like three people behind you probably with a combined net worth of $300 million. I was about to say, do they go to the bar though? They have somebody to go do that for them. They go to the bar. Dude, these people cut loose. Can you imagine making that much money and then having a party that you can go to? That's no. why you see all this weird shit because yeah. these people are all like they amongst... they forgot how to interact with anybody else. Yeah, that yeah. and they're amongst their own kind. And so they start acting really strange. I, I had one someone talked to me like at one of these that was like um like there's this woman that was like basically saying like thanks for the you know performing all the stuff and she was like so uh man i'm I'm gonna be so hung over tomorrow like would one of you guys want like, want to watch my kids for me jokingly and we were like we have jobs yeah and i like there was this weird like kind of light that like like flipped that was like oh right oh people have <laughs> jobs <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna like get, get the kids up, and then I'll get, get like a massage and shit. And I'm like, yeah. cool, awesome, oh, that's, good for you. That's awesome. I'm gonna go get my face skin peeled off. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I love, I as a as an aside at those kinds of environments, I love trying to blend in and talk to these rich people like I know what I'm talking about. Especially if they don't. Thing. Do they always know you're in a band? Nope. Because I was about to say, if they don't know you're in a band, that's honestly kind of fun. That corporate gig that we played with Hightower, where we were at like those expensive houses in Fort Worth. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was talking to one lady. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. she was like... Just like pretending you bought one of the well, expensive yeah. houses. She was like, well, we were. my husband and I were looking at the one uh, across the way, and I was like, ah. She's like, but I don't know if it's pre-furnished or not. And I was like, that one is not pre-furnished, but this one is. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you would want to keep this. And I was like mentioning some sort of like standout piece that was up there. She was like, would you keep that? I was like, hell no, I wouldn't keep that. <laughs> and I was like, I would replace that with like a family crest or something. Like I was talking with her like, this is what I would do when I buy this house. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't know that. And then I'm sure, you know, we walk back up to the stage. Yeah. Which was just the sidewalk next to the pool. Yeah, exactly. And she's probably like, that little fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> or she's just like, it's great that he gets to keep doing something he loves when he's rich. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, he's paying his musician friends. I, there's there is a, there is a there is a little bit of solace in this because like I'm sure you've had students that are like this that they're like kind of just like old rich oh, and yeah. and and there is a little bit of solace where like I have heard many of them say like I wish that I could just do any of what you could do musically like I wish I, like I, I how I, much do you wish <laughs> I was like I, yeah, I was, how, how much money do you want to spend to get I was there? playing I was playing something in front of my student he was like so like how did you learn that as a song that he liked and he I was like I just did it by ear at home and he's like i hate you for that <laughs> i hate you i wish i i i sit and i sit at home and i just i just frust I, i'm so frustrated about like learning this and you can just do it and i'm like i don't know how to tell you in, in as many words but um it took me a long fucking time to be able to get to the point where i could just do that yeah okay? th this isn't uh god yeah. <laughs> we were, I don't know if that made the, the episode at the start, but it's like it's I wasn't blessed with this. Yeah. I fucking earned every note that I can play in front of you. Yeah. Every single note. Yeah. That's when you said take your money and go to music school. Yeah. 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 Or, or or when I tell you to go home and practice, 
Maybe do it. Practice it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Do you have yeah. chores you're doing? No. Yeah. You have someone who's cleaning the fucking house for you. I know this. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your kids have a nanny. Yeah. Practice your fucking instrument. Your grandkids don't need you to watch the, their, their fifth baseball game this week. <laughs> Just practice. But it's not all bad. You also meet some of the really nice people. Yeah. And it makes you feel good because you're like, oh, you probably are a millionaire, but you're super cool and really nice. Yeah. And I would assume those maybe pay better. Absolutely, yeah. Because generally, they're, if they're a good person, they're going to be like, well, I can afford to pay more. And it's, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about... Or somebody comes to them, and they're like, yeah, we're, they all get paid 400 bucks for the night, and they're just like, that's it? Right. Like, we'll pay them more. We've like, had that. I've, I've one Or gig make sure I, there's food or drinks or... Right. I played a gig at a country club where the guy that hired us for his wife's birthday party was walking around the green room handing out $100 bills to the band. After he asked, like, how much do you guys get paid for tonight? We said the amount, and he was like, oh, God. Oh, oh yeah. Put out a money yeah. clip. It was just like yeah. $100, uh-huh. $100, 100 next set break, $100. Like, there's some of that where rocks. it's like showing it off, but also like, that's cool, it's $100. Yeah, because yeah. he was just, like, and it, it, you can tell the difference yeah, immediately, right. but I'm still going to take the money. I had, yeah. I, I, had, I had one where it was like, uh, the the person who hired us walked up, it was like, it was a birthday party, and it was the birthday boy, so it was like, I guess, I guess like his wife had hired us actually, but whatever. So he's like, uh, so he's, you mean the he's, birthday boy didn't hire you? So, the, so he's <laughs> so he's gonna pay us out at the end of the night, and he's like, so how much do we, we agree upon? They said how much, and he was like, oh no, that's not it, and just pulls out like just a wad of fucking cash from his back pocket, and just like keeps putting it down. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, no, no one talk. Yeah, shut see up. How, see how long he goes. Yeah. Like <laughs> to the kid who's about to say, "Didn't you tell us there was going to be homework?" Like, if you're an adult now, shut yeah. the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we said this, but no, 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 no. No one said any amount. No, no, no. no shut yeah, up. Yeah, shut I, up. <laughs> uh, I played an RV park last weekend, like a luxury RV park, and those people are really cool. I don't know if we're talking about millions of dollars at that place, but uh, well, I mean, it, I assume they have a house. They probably, probably have another yeah. house, yeah. so they're probably millionaires. They were like luxury RVs, or not RVs, uh, like Airstreamers or whatever. Sure, yeah, but those but, are expensive. So oh yeah, really of course. Yeah. They're they're uh, they're quiet millionaires, right? Which is like, and like we were all setting up, and it was hot because we were in a barn, and uh, the lady came up and was like, "Why don't you guys like cool down, eat some food?" The band leader was like, "Well, we're supposed to play in like five minutes," and she was like, "We're not worried about time." Yeah. We want you guys to have fun. I love that. We want to hear some good yeah. music. And I was like, this gig is awesome. That's great. Well, especially something that's not, I mean, a wedding has times associated oh, yeah. with it. But like most of those other private gigs don't really have to. It's yeah. kind of arbitrary. Yeah. So that's the best environment to be in when yeah. you're just a band to play at a party. Right. Yeah. Weddings are stressful. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Especially when there's a tornado warning at your wedding. <laughs> I thought it was great that Mike's just like, I think we're going to leave. And I was like, yeah, man, it's uh, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what did Lupe said? Uh, he remembers getting tipped two hundred dollars a person at the end of a wedding gig in Austin. Uh, that happened after talking with the older couple after a few minutes. Sweet talking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a certain sense of that too, but that's how you keep those gigs going: is you play other corporate events, and then other wealthy people at those events right. go, "Hey, you should play you. my party." Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that pans out. And, and, and you also like, you also, if you, no matter what you do, if you get up there and you play your ass off, whether that means like play hard and well, or play quiet, play to the room, whatever it is, if you get up there and do your job in the best way possible, there's going to be at least one person in the room that's like, I like that. That's really good. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great situation to be in. I think that 
for anybody who could be listening to this and is like, I want to potentially be in that position. I want to make money off of this. Uh, like we said earlier, it's just like you like just follow the follow the the path. Well, yeah, yeah, we just, laid it out. Yeah, do the do 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 yeah, do go, your local gigs. Go back gigs. on this video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do your local gigs. Find your cover band situations. Meet people. All that stuff. And eventually, I mean, I've done I've done private private gigs. That's all original music. You yeah. just meet the right people. Eventually, it lines up. Especially if you're online, people find your shit. So many places. Um, if you don't want to go to music school, befriend musicians who are at a music school in your town. Yeah. Hire them for gigs. Be the one to pay them. Yeah. That's a huge one. That's a, That definitely is a huge one. That's very true. Um, I'll send you those two links, or you can just pull them from the, thing to say, put in the show notes. We're organized now. We got a shared note. Look yeah. at that. Damn. That's fancy. It's We're so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy to hear some of the amounts of money that these people get. Well, the super private stuff. The super, yeah, yeah, right. yeah the stuff we yeah. don't hear about. Uh, and th- there are lots of corporate gigs. I'm sure none of us hear about. There are like the the publicly like promoted kind of like corporate gigs, like the bands that used to play at the end of Apple events and things. Like right. Foo Fighters did once. Yeah, and it's like I know they're getting paid. It's also about like marketing at that point, and that's I, part of the deal. I read about like through the pandemic people were hiring bands yep. and yeah. that was couldn't couldn't find any information who it was doing the hiring or the performing no, i would assume no way. private events for rich people oh 100% who were like i can't go anywhere yeah. or i don't want to go anywhere well, i'm going to i'm going to hire my own right. covid protocol staff right and bring a band to me yeah, yeah. or a private jet a band or it's like the like during like a lot of it there was a lot of like influencers that were just throwing parties in LA right and like they weren't concerned about any of it they just wanted to throw a party yeah. right. and so like influencer money especially if they all kind of chip in they can they can spend a it's lot of money unfortunately that's the case but yeah yeah i did read about this really wealthy person i can't remember any of the information cuz i read it quickly but uh, this the person was so wealthy that they put on a festival for free, because they were like, we want for everyone other, other to people, see, yeah, for, for other like rich the crowd, people. no, okay. for the like a I mean, reg, that, that's like cool. the average that's person. I think they wanted awesome. to hire all these bands that they enjoy that would be make a good festival come together, and then let the general public come in for free. That's cool. That's that's really cool. Really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And why like, can't I know there you're, be more? Than you're that? obviously too rich at that point, well, of course. But yeah. that's a good way to be too rich. Yeah. Definitely. You're very, doing it very better very than some other people. Yeah. That's if you're rich, got. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Do that for <laughs> us. If you're rich and you're listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> you can hire us for your private event. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talk about the people. We'll do episodes on the people at Just your party. Just show up yeah. and drink and talk to people. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be great. Honestly, that's probably a thing. Carry a microphone around. Oh, for sure. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. Well, neat. Um, I imagine this will also be the thing we'll, we'll we'll bring up again. Um, I you know I think I think just uh, any any time we can talk about gig stuff and especially we can relate it to bigger things. But anytime we can talk about gig stuff, I think it's something that we should always bring up. So, will you you'll I imagine you'll hear uh, from us again about corporate private events at some point in time. But for now, let's talk about what we're listening to, shall we? You uh, go first. Well, I got two things. <clears throat> <laughs> I have two things I've been listening to. So uh, the first one is a thing that I've mean listened to, and then we listen to it on Fun Fridays, and I am in love with it. Um, Renee Rap, her album Snow Angel, is holy fucking moly incredible. I love it so much. It is a pop paradise. 
um, I, I, I can't, I, it's like, it's the, it's the thing I'm putting on right now to just like get me moving. Um, because the other thing I'm listening to is not getting me moving. Uh, but it is beautiful. Um, Briss Timoroni put out his second full length ultra pure. I just got the vinyl in today. I'm very excited to listen to that later. Nice. Um, it is a, uh, emotional roller coaster. There are songs that are just like, I can't believe he just said that. That is, I like, what the fuck? Uh, it's probably one of the first times in a long time I've listened to a song and been like, "Oh, he said what I feel," and uh, right. and 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 I couldn't say it. You know, a lot of it's so funny. I'm using this as a comparison. A lot of Swifties say that that's what Taylor Swift does for does for them. Is that like they put into perspective, like she like she puts in her lyrics what a lot of people have a hard time articulating. Right. Funny comparison, but I, still. That could be seen as like if you talk generally enough about something. Sure. In a general way. Yeah. Then someone's going to go, that's appealing. me. I'm yeah. not maligning Swifties um, no. or Taylor Swift. <laughs> no. Random thought. Has she had to play private gigs I'm sure for she billionaires? Has. She's never had to, she's but she's play, definitely but chosen to. That's my thing. Is yeah. like, yeah. You are at a point, some of these artists, where you're like, you don't have to do this. She's going to play an NFL private party soon. Guaranteed before a yeah that's fair yeah that's yeah. some hot goss right there <laughs> I was gonna say also before doing the Super Bowl finally maybe yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um but yes uh Brissa Maroney Ultra Pure it is a emotional roller coaster I have this thing with all like I like all, pre- all pretty much all my favorite artists release shit this year Foo Fighters Theo Katzman yeah. Brissa Maroney it's a it's great be really year. hard to rate stuff at the end of the year but here's the fucking problem is they all fucking poured their hearts and souls into these albums and they're really hard to digest because yeah. of that they're incredible the theo one I, I was able to get back into the foos one i kind of went in and out um and this one i've listened to twice and I'm, I'm having a really hard time just like putting it on again um because it's just like there's just there's just so much uh emotional detail in it um but also he played everything on the album he played all the instruments. That's is, the cool part. He is a uh, just just a fucking musical whiz. Uh, I'm super stoked to see this live with a with a band. Um, so uh, yeah, go check it out. Go check both those things out. If you want like a fucking pick me up, put on that Renee rap record. Um, Snow Angel, I think is what I said it was called. Um, it is absolutely incredible. If you want to put me down, do you want to really go down? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's the same one for me. Um, I have been listening to I I think I've listened to it like nine times. Yeah. So far. It's just been on. Yeah. Since I get in my car. Yeah. My wife doesn't like it. Because it's a bummer. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a bummer. <laughs> She's like, Can you turn this depressing shit off? And I'm like, Yeah. You're you're right. That's fair. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not struggling with it as much, but I am listening to it going like Oof. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So like because the you and I have a something uh, something similar in common where lyrics are kind of the last part of a record that mm-hmm. opens up to me, like in terms of stuff that sticks with me. But sometimes on this record, I'm like, did he just say he didn't plan on being here? And I'm like, oh, I think he says that a lot in a lot of different that? ways. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. at some point I was kind of like singing along to it. I'm like, Oh, uh-huh. Oh. And and it's one of those things where like the music is incredible. He really wrote great songs, but he he was very open about like this is he said in an Instagram story and I said it on Fun Friday. He said like this is what 14-year-old me wanted me to do when I when I became a musician as like write this kind of music. And in the, in that same Instagram story, he also said at one point I thought that I would never like I wouldn't be able to release an album like that. I, th- I thought I wouldn't be here to release this to album. Release, yeah. right. And I'm here now and like this is this is this is everything I felt in the side of joy, happiness and also incredible sadness at one time. In- it's it's, a it's lot. so good. 
So anyway, Adam, what are you oh, listening shit. to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the National put out another album because they didn't like the one that came up before. Is maybe? that what happened? They didn't like it. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of feels like it. This okay. album is way better. It's called a Laugh Track. Um, yeah, we listen It's to much more yeah. classical. Uh, not classical, but more of their kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, they they seem to me at least to alternate like album to album is good, and like deviating and doesn't work. Interesting. Uh, but this this album's great if you like the National and you didn't like their their other most recent album, then uh, then go check this out. Very cool. You kind of just surprise, you know, showed up. I'm sure you guys talked about it. We listened on Friday when you listened to this. Yeah. And we got anything else? No. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Um. We said it last week. Uh, did you get those links I sent you, Adam? I did. They Are, work. They were in the show. Are they supposed to be somewhere else? We can figure that out later. No, no, no. If they're in the if they're, if they're, they're, they're in the show notes for perfect. last week. Excellent. Yeah. We have uh, two playlists running. Uh, we have uh, what we're listening to playlist that is being updated weekly. I'm going to update it probably tomorrow from this episode. Um, there's some stuff that's already in there um, from what we from from like our fun Fridays. So that's also going in there as well. Um, currently, it is like a four and a half hour long playlist, but it's incredibly eclectic. Dave, did you listen? Did you go and listen to it? No, I couldn't find it. Oh, you couldn't find it. Yeah, uh, that but sucks. that's on me. This is no, 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 <laughs> no. This is this is an issue. We'll, we'll an put issue. it somewhere better. DFA.show slash listening. Yeah, this is this is this is this is. I'll make that happen. Yeah, this is a big problem. I I told I told our our dear friend Pablo about it, and he's sitting right next to me on Spotify. He tries to find it, doesn't doesn't pull up. Yeah. So this is oh because yeah, you should be able to search and find it. I wonder if it's because it's not a premium account oh we gotta pay oh no we're cheap i wonder if that's oh no that's that that, that's an annoying someone hires for a private party so we can afford a year (laughs) of spotify premium so uh you can (laughs) to make no money off of our playlist (laughs) the playlist will be in the show notes i'll put it in the youtube description as well so you can go find the playlist it's on spotify and apple music right now um, it's, it has everything we've said we've listened to, something from everybody um, from the beginning of the year up to now. Um, it's very eclectic. Put it on shuffle. Find some new shit. You know, just have some fun with it. It's a, I, I, I've enjoyed putting it on shuffle. Um, I've, I, I've skipped. I know, I know what I skipped, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but go listen to that. If you are on social media, go find us, DFTA Podcast on Instagram. Don't be the artist on TikTok. Um, please... Please go follow us on social media. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be announcing some big stuff soon. This is not your cliche local band going big stuff coming. This is not that post. I'm not vague posting. We're going to be announcing some shit next week. Okay? So be with us. Be excited. Follow us on all the stuff. Send us ideas for episodes. Yes. Like and subscribe to the YouTube video also. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All that good shit. Send us an email at feedback at don'tfeedtheartist.com. Give us any sort of show ideas. Say hi. All that good shit. Um, uh, tell us about the weird private gig you played for somebody with a lot of money. Or yeah. if you were a, a, a patron at a private party or a corporate party, yeah. maybe your company threw a party and it was really weird because they had this cover band that did some weird shit. Tell us about it. They we made you hear play about... at like 7 a.m. or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've done those gigs. I know. Yeah. We want to hear We want to hear your stories. We want to hear from you. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We really appreciate it. I think, I, I think that's everything. Um, <laughs> fuck off! I think that's everything. Get rid of the Yeah. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that's it. That's appropriate.